Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello! Hello! The Bud Pod is 18! Ah, the Bud Pod's first legal beer. Uh, you've got. Um, uh, I, 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 we don't have a strong position on uh, brands. Yeah, so you've you've gone for a, a punk IPA. I've got a punk IPA to to ring in uh, the 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 podcast's um, fledgling adulthood. There's nothing more punk than ale. <laughs> There's nothing more punk and anti-establishment in drinking. A 5,000-year-old beer <laughs> that your father loves. <laughs> what could be more punk than drinking what Nigel Farage drinks? <laughs> but it is a little hoppy, I suppose. I'm always a little conflicted about punk um, Brewdog. Yeah. Because their beers are actually very delicious. But Christ, they're lame. Yeah. They're so naff. All the marketing is like, um, oh, uh, we found these uh, hops in our bicycle. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't actually know that. Well, but like... Yeah. This, this beer uh, was inspired by the, the taste of uh, the morning after a download festival. Right, right. That's it. Sorry, that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. Doing. I wonder if there's anything on the box. I won't look at it. Uh, but yeah, it's trying to imbue... A drink with a lifestyle, which is not new in advertising, I suppose. But it's always irritating. The punkiest thing they could do is just go, no, it's beer. Yeah, it's beer. Drink it, you loser. You piece of shit. Um, Although the advertising stuff, uh, restrictions for booze in the UK are very strong. Uh The way way you're allowed to advertise it, like... um, you can't advertise it as a replacement for anything. You can't advertise it as, like, it just tastes better than drinks that don't have booze in. You could sort of loosely imply it, but not really. Right. It's very, like... That's why so many... Like, I'm drinking uh, one of those Guinness things cans that's got a noodly in it. A noodly? Oh, like the... the a scuba. The a little scuba, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, that's why all the... Apparently, I have a friend who was telling me that... Um, because he works in the booze industry, and he was saying that's why the Guinness ads tend to be so abstract, because that's one of the easiest ways of just avoiding all this crap. Mm-hmm. They just go, right, it's a horse, and it turns out the horse is Guinness. There. <laughs> Buy some fucking Guinness. <laughs> in, in Malaysia, where I grew up in Saba, um, it's called something like the Saba effect, but uh, Saba, a state in Borneo, has the highest import of Guinness in the world or something. Oh, yeah? Like, it has a lot of Guinness export, which is different. It's, it tastes like a, a multi-health drink. It's very yes. sour. It was invented, the sour multi-version of Guinness was invented uh, in response, I think, to the West African market. Oh, okay. Nigeria and Ghana and stuff, because, like, you know, malt drink's very popular in that part of the world. And so they were like, right, let's make Guinness more like, uh, well, and like African, certainly like, like, like n- native black South African traditional beer is made from sorghum I think uh-huh. um, and it's a lot more like sour and malty 
Sorghum. Sorghum beer. Yeah. That sounds old. And the only reason I know that is because my, uh, my grandfather was a biochemist. Uh-huh. He was a big nerd. And he was, uh, he never drank, but he was uh, a brewing nerd. scientist. Have a beer, nerd. Yeah. And also he's been... Well, he, he never drank, but he studied it. Yeah. What a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, like, the whole time he was just like, oh, it could be so delicious to... Although maybe once beer becomes something in a test tube, you're like, I don't want to drink that. That's poison. It's a bit of a busman's holiday, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess, like, sometimes when we do a gig and someone in our family says, want to hear a joke, and you go, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's the last thing I want to hear right now. Tell yeah. me something tragic. Also, also, when someone in your family says, do you want to hear a joke? If you say yes and they tell you the joke, the best case scenario is that it is good and they can tell that you're really surprised. Right. And that's still insulting. Because, right. Because they can see that you're surprised that they told a good joke. <laughs> it's still not good for them. Like, you'll yeah. still seem rude. So either the alternatives are, I will laugh, but I'll still be surprised and I'll be rude. Or I won't laugh and you'll be like, no. I, I sometimes will get told a joke by some dude <laughs> after a gig or something. And it's always fucking ghastly. Yeah. Very racist <laughs> and very sexist or something. Yeah. And I always laugh. Yeah. I always laugh at how horrible it is. Because yeah. I find that very funny. I find horrible things very funny. But then I feel bad because I've encouraged them to keep telling the joke. And they, but I've only laughed at it because it's so horrible. And at some point they'll stand up at Christmas dinner while someone is led away from the family dining table crying. And they'll say, <laughs> Phil Wang liked it! He said it was good! And they go, well... He said it was interesting! <laughs> He laughed and was shaking his head a lot <laughs> while he was laughing. He kept saying, oh boy, and wow. He kept saying, wow. He was amazed by it. He was he wowed. Was, he was literally wowed <laughs> by this joke. You're all, you're Philistines for He's not getting that. Your fans should be called Philistines. But then it makes them sound like they're dumb to like me. <laughs> yeah, but then maybe you could be that kind of, you know, like those celebrities who are like rude in a fun way to all their fans. Right. You degenerates, you know? Well, a couple of people who follow me have floated uh, the wankers. Mmm. Wankers. But I just think that's too horrible. It's also statistically just sort of obvious, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. It's not something really everyone's people, you know? Yeah. Um, how weird, how surreal would it be if a random girl came up to you after a gig and told you a joke? Wouldn't that make you feel like you'd gone insane? Uh... So, if instead of the usual, which is a dude, can we go and get, tell me a joke? Yeah, instead of the yeah. usual, which is either a dude who is sort of really sort of immature looking, like he looks like a 19-year-old on a night out, or a guy who's 43. Yeah. Those are the two yeah. options that you have. Uh, instead, if it was just like, <laughs> like, what would be the most surreal? Like, where you can't even think, oh, this is them flirting with me because they like the show. Like, it's like a lady in her 40s who right. doesn't even, isn't even drunk. Yeah. And, and just completely just wants to tell you a joke. I've got a joke for you. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I can't. Really I can't even picture that happening. Yeah. I would. Th I would think something was going on, but I don't know what. I'd be very suspicious. Yeah. It'd be like, am I? Is this documentary is okay? Or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, How weird is that? Yeah. Mm. It just wouldn't happen. What's um? I was about to say, what's the worst joke you've? No. Uh, let's not go down that road. Because uh, I can only imagine they are harrowing on the basis of some of the jokes I've been told. I have such a bad memory, I can't. 
Oh, but you get told extra horrible things because you're South African. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, it's like, um, it's, it's an even, <laughs> it's an even grosser feeling than when you walk past some of those doorways in Soho and like the lady leaning out the doorway has ignored like 10 people. And then they like, look at they point at you. Oh, you do you want a massage? <laughs> well, they, what is it about my appearance suggests that I'm the perv? Of the like the ten people who've just walked past, they've they've looked at you and gone, "You're in for this kind of a human trafficking experience." Or the, or the person flying for a nightclub, yeah, that bothers everyone until you turn up. They're just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, "You want to see the prostitute down the road?" Yeah, there's a there's she's leaning out the door. You can't miss her. <laughs> yeah, I get told really horrifying uh, things quite a lot because uh, I'm a white South African so everyone kind of thinks in their head like I know what he likes I know what'll float his boat yeah I um I sometimes um disappoint myself with what I will put up with yeah out of politeness I've 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 seen we've we did a, that gig together where there was that middle a couple in like their early 60s yeah. It was that old uh, that old gig above the Queen's Head near Piccadilly Circus, remember? Oh, of course. And they were like uh, I was talking about Yes, well I was on I was doing my set and I was um talking about being Chinese and that. And people are enjoying it. Why wouldn't they be? I'm adorable. And I eventually say, "But I'm I'm half white, my mom's white." And this lady goes, "Oh, yeah." I thought your hair looked normal. Yeah. <laughs> I said, what? And she said, yeah, you got normal hair, ain't ya? I said, normal? <laughs> so she, she she couldn't quite get the measure of me because I looked Chinese, but my hair was too normal to me. Your hair was t- just too human <laughs> for you to possibly be Chinese. And it wasn't it her husband after we got off stage. It was you, me, and Nish had also been on. Nish Kumar had been on. Mm. And we'd all been talking about race. And he said, let's good show, but can we can we leave it with the race stuff? Can we not talk about race? Eh? Can we not talk about racism and race? And then I said, oh, did you feel particularly targeted by those bits? Because we were talking about how racists are stupid. Yeah. And he said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, we just, I just looked at him as if maybe the penny would drop. As if he would go like... <laughs> It's, it's an, it was an incredible admission to watch happen live. And he really stuck with it. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I, I, uh, I felt very put upon here at the anti-Nazi rally or whatever. It was so surreal. Although you did a very funny improvisation back to the woman. Oh, yeah. You said, uh, good, good old fashioned normal hair like King Henry used to have. <laughs> I've done, I don't know if I did the accent. I don't, you did, you did, you did. did. Totally. Oh, that doesn't sound... I don't... That sounds braver than I No, think. no, this was like four interruptions in. Okay. This wasn't your immediate reaction. This was like... <laughs> after you after you try and really interrogate what this fucking woman was about. Yeah, and they were like your classic Brexity sort of... Grey hair. We've just come in from Bimblesborough for a day out in London. And they were there in their sort of wind cheaters, you know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and they and they were they were very upset that we'd... Not criticized. windbreakers. They don't break wind. They cheat. They cheat wind. Obviously, on Bud Pod, we break. Obviously, we break wind on Bud Pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yes, well, Bud Pod is a now proud 18. Um, we're legal to drink. Uh, I hope uh, you're drinking along. Mm. Um, if, if, if you don't drink alcohol, please uh, drink along with something non-alcoholic. And uh, tweet Milk. us. Uh, tweet, yeah, tweet us what... Tweet us what, uh, what drinks you have. Tweet us a picture of what you're drinking while you listen. <laughs> yes. Um, and we would like to, the headphones or the radio or whatever to be in the shot as well. That would be nice. Um, yeah, just, just uh, send in your photos of how you're celebrating uh, Bud Pod's 18th birthday. Yes, please. And uh, if you don't... Please don't show, show us you fucking your phone or something. <laughs> fucking your laptop. Because you could have done that at 16. Or drinking piss. <laughs> Or anything, we're doing a big poo. Anything weird. <laughs> that would freak us out. Yeah. Um, if you don't drink booze, well, first of all, drink responsibly. If you do drink booze. Uh, if you don't drink booze. But if you don't drink booze, drink responsibly. Yeah, don't drink 100 litres of milk. You'll yeah. die. Yeah, you'll get sick. I can only assume you'd die. I don't think you'd be able to get to. Isn't that a, that, was, that was a challenge on Jackass or similar? It's like, is the eight. It's the gallon challenge. The gallon you challenge. Can't drink more than a gallon of no milk. one can drink a gallon of milk. Yeah. Which you think someone must be able to? I'm sure. I mean, there, there are people who like eat light bulbs. There's got to be a hero out there in the dark somewhere, with a big hot... out there in the dark. A hollow belly begging for milk. Yeah. Somewhere you'd think so, wouldn't you? Um, if you can drink more than a gallon of milk, tweet in. <laughs> Tweet us a picture of your horrifyingly distended belly. Which it turns out is a type of porn. No. Yeah, boy. Distended bellies? Uh-huh. Like after having eaten too much? Yeah. For God's sake. <laughs> there is no limit to humans' ability to get horned up on absolute nonsense. The specificity of it. Yes, it's weird. Um... I spend I, I spend I spend too much time on Twitter, but I have fr- friends who spend even more time on Twitter and the internet than I do, and they send me oh, horrifying memes and things from Reddit and stuff. And mm. So you just end up learning these things about humanity that you didn't need to know. But uh, yeah, distend- distended bellies—that's a whole category. That's a whole thing. Uh, what is the most surprising thing you've been turned on by? <laughs> most surprising thing I've yeah, ever like, turned like on Yeah, like you saw something and you go, ooh, and you went, oh, what was I? Um, what is the strangest kink? You, I mean, you don't have to divulge this, but is there anything that has happened and turned you on and surprised you? Ooh. Um, well, when I was younger, I, was, I found like, some cartoon characters very attractive. Sure. Um, which, uh, which the internet has led me to believe is common, but I don't Mrs. think it's actually that common. Oh, the the Mrs. Rabbit or whatever with, but she wasn't. Um, well, she was still like a she hu- was humanoid. She was humanoid. Well, what the um, the uh, Lady Rabbit in Space Jam? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny, even the name's sexy. But- Lola Bunny. <laughs> sorry, I should clarify. That's me smacking my finger. Not, yes. I just got my dick out. Phil, Phil, <laughs> Phil got hard, got his dick out, and started spanking it. That's how much within a like- second. Of me saying the name Lola Bunny. That's how immediate the effect was. It was Proustian. Lola Bunny. Um, like, oh, so many of the characters in, like, uh, the Robin Hood. Oh, the, yeah, the Fox. Yeah, All the Fox. Both of them. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the dude's really sexy, isn't he? They're bo- that that might, maybe would be the surprising one. really great uh, thigh gaps. <laughs> 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 I don't know 
God, their thighs are far apart, those two foxes. <laughs> wow, they've got such such animalistic hip structure. They're going to get hip dysplasia like an Alsatian when they're older. Hmm. <laughs> Have you got anything in mind? What has turned me on by surprise? Um, the occasional politician. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the lot of newsreaders. Joanna Gosling. Who's that? She's a BBC newsreader. I oh, really? Think she's I think, so beautiful. I think newsreaders must be like the next category of people who get all the stalkers and lunatics, right? Like an Emily Metlis as well. Metlis? Yes, 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 she yes. incredibly... Yes, yes, yes. Just because how terrifying she is. Yes, she's got pointy eyes. Yeah. Her eyes point right at you. Hey! Oh! What did you mean by that? Oh, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fair. Mm. Yeah. Well, she, she, someone like her, she feels like not so much a journalist, but something the news itself has created to protect itself. (laughs) (laughs) She's like the Agent Smith. So she's the avatar of the news. Yeah, of the truth or something. Like like how in a lot of fantasy, if there's like a god of thunder, they'll they'll have like a representative on Earth who's like half as powerful. Right, okay, yeah. Like the god of... The the force of thunder channels through its earthly host. Mm. That's what an avatar was, you know, Mm. always. Um, Yeah, she is the news. Like, like, uh, she can turn at you and speak and like, you know, when they have like a hundred voices at once. (laughs) (laughs) You're watching BBC News. (laughs) 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 If she looks at you with the power of all news, you just say your secrets. Like Wonder Woman's truth rope. Yeah, and you always say, this is the news, and then you tell your secrets. (laughs) 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 It's just in, and then you tell your secrets. And then uh, in between every secret, there's a big bong. Like Big Ben. <laughs> I embezzle money from my place of work. Bong. <laughs> but you don't do the bong. It just happens in the room around you. <laughs> oh, and here, the reason I... Oh, watch out. To try to stay away from the edge of the road there. Um, oh, yeah. the, the reason we're here is because ah the this roundabout is is said the 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 local legend is that it's haunted it's haunted roundabout it's yes the roundabout is a it's haunted and there have been sightings of of what a go a, a ghosts a ghost right yeah. Okay. On, it, on the on the roundabout. Yes. Or like circling it like a car. Uh, on on. So in the middle. On the yeah. Island. On the uh, yes. In the middle. I'm not sure what you're getting at. I'm starting to the, regret uh, buying tickets for this ghost tour. Well, no, because the well the ghost the ah but the sightings there have been sightings. Right. Oh, They're in the local paper. It's well established. Right. Yeah. What have people seen? Well, they've seen a man, a desperate man, trying to convince people of things. He stands in the center of the roundabout okay. and he's waving his hands and he's saying, you have to believe me. And something about a town hall, I think. Right. So is this ghost maybe saying, um, please believe me, this roundabout is haunted? Yeah, well, actually, it's funny you should say that. That was one of the a cab, a local cab driver cl- said, quoted the ghost. Yeah. Well, this ghost sounds a lot like 
Well, that sounds like you, doesn't it? It sounds like people are well, reporting you as as a ghost well, of the roundabout. And I actually don't think that the report in the newspaper was of a ghost of the roundabout. I think the, the report probably went something like crazy local continues to rip off tourists. Well, it was... Who only mis- have themselves to blame for wanting to go on holiday to Swindon. It was a mysterious sighting and they've never found who it was. Well, I'm sure they have because it's you. Well, no, because the, it's, it would have been in the paper as well. They would, they would have said, unmasked the ghost has been. Well, it's probably that they, you're, they don't care who you are. The, 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 paper, the story just probably went, strange local man well, sh- shouting coherently from roundabout about s- ghosts. Strange. Okay. Ah. And that some kind of victory. Then. Yes. Ghosts are strange. Right, but but there are no ghosts, it's just you. Or is it? Yes. But... Look, if you just guide us back without getting us run over, I won't ask for a refund. Fair enough. You and I went on a little troll hunt the other day. What? <laughs> you and I hitched up our pickup, got our internet guns... Well, I, I tweeted something which I thought was a very um, good observation. Yes. About uh, the show uh, Chernobyl. And um, it's not much of a spoiler, everyone knows it now, but there's a, an episode where a bunch of dogs get killed. Yeah. Because they're contaminated. As, as you would imagine that some dogs would get killed as part of, you know, a, a tremendous, huge nuclear disaster. And, um, and I was reading a review of Chernobyl that's called those scenes the most difficult... To watch, and and just so the listener knows, and just so to confirm, because I haven't seen it, am I correct in saying Phil? They're saying the scenes with the dogs getting shot are the most difficult to watch. However, there is a bit where someone essentially melts, melts into a jelly slowly in detail, in great pain. Yeah, and like going like the makeup artist like went deep dive research into what would happen if you were exposed to a lot of radiation Ugh. and basically realised you you melt slowly and painfully into a red jelly. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they don't shy away from showing you. No, I've seen a screenshot of, of a, what I immediately assumed was a corpse yeah. from a million years ago, it's but it was actually like a living fireman. And they're still like... <sighs> they're still talking about that. Ugh. And they're still so irradiated, they're put in steel coffins in the ground while their family watch and covered in concrete. Jesus Christ. But the bit where Fido gets a quick painless death <laughs> to the face is the most difficult thing to watch. Fucking hell. And so I tweeted that and, and then signed it off with fuck me white people. Which? Which is a sort of running joke in uh, among non-white people that white people love dogs a creepy amount. Yes. Uh, which I think you would admit to because you... You really like your dogs. I love my dogs. But you also have to admit that it's a uniquely white thing to really, really love your dogs. Yes. Well, see, uh, uh, as a, a white South African, I am not coddled by being the majority in the country right. where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. And therefore, I'm not, I, I've never been able to pretend that anything I do is normal in the sense that it's what everyone does. Because mm-hmm. it hasn't been. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love dogs. And even I don't love dogs as much as I would say Midwestern Americans seem to love their dogs. Yeah. Or a lot of British people seem to love their dogs. Where they just let them do whatever they want. A lot of Southern English people love their dogs. 
but also like in South Africa is still a even like the white people in South Africa who love their dogs more than a lot of other ethnic groups on average, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is definitely true. Uh, we it's still there's still like a workman like like well the dog ideally is like home security or like people are still pretty strict with them you know yeah the, it, it's it's probably how British people treated their dogs in 1910 where it's like right it's not living inside it's living like a farm dog in the garden in a sort of waterproof cage yeah I'm not I'm not letting it jump on the couch and piss on my child's cot or whatever the fuck but now the sort of family members with special treatment. And, and they're, like some... a, they're like a really ill relative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have to sleep on the floor and they run around. And so once I tweeted this, <laughs> once I tweeted this, I got a bunch of retweets, a bunch of likes, a bunch of people going, ha 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 ha. But eventually, I started getting people who are quite annoyed by it. And the, kind, the type of tedious fucks who say, dogs are better than people. Yeah. And then all the racists start. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, there's a pretty obvious... Uh, line to go down when uh, a visibly Chinese person says that dogs might not be the most important thing in the world. Yeah. And uh, that line was trampled on again and again and again by these people. There were the, the rush to go down that line by racists, it was like the Titanic. <laughs> they, they were cramming on board that lifeboat and uh, <laughs> rowing furiously. And yeah. at first a couple were just like, well, yeah, yeah, well, you probably wanted to eat them, do you? Uh, well, you probably wanted to eat them, didn't you? And I, I, re- I read that and I was expecting you and I went, because <laughs> I like that kind of joke. But eventually it just got like proper racist. Like, you probably butter them up, don't you, you stupid chink. At least wh- <laughs> one was like, at least white people are real people. <laughs> and I was like, huh. But I'm so desensitized to this. I started screenshotting them and I texted them to you and said, should I report these? Because <laughs> it got to the point where they were so violent that they were... I guess illegal. Oh, they're very much so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very much so. And you're like, oh yeah, you should. And so we just sort of double team scrolling. It took me like an hour. It takes ages. Although the funniest thing was like when you report a tweet and it goes, okay, this is the one tweet. Uh, you can report up to five. Yeah. Do you want to pick any other ones? Yeah. To back up your case or whatever the fuck. And like up till then, the only tweet I've seen from this person is their one racist tweet at you. And then uh, I click report to go, do you want to pick? And, and, and the tweets it choo- lets you choose, like the next four, are they most recent? Yeah. And it was like the top one was like, hey, Phil, you're a subhuman or whatever. <laughs> and then the next four would be like, just, oh, Muslims or even like, like it would, it would, and like Jews. And I'd be like, well, I could just highlight uh, all of these. And it was yeah. either the first five are all like straight out of Hitler's dreams. Or it would be like, Phil, you're a subhuman. And then the next four would be like, tweeting at BBC Weather. Will it be sunny in Felixstowe? My grandson was having a barbecue or some mad fucking old people on Twitter shit. Yeah. Also, a yeah. lot of the worst tweets you got were from people like with dog pictures as their like account picture. And all of these people are either, the picture is the picture of their pet, dog or cat, or it's the most ugly, like pallid, gloopy... Middle England, middle-aged person selfie you've ever seen. It's taken from, like, bollock level. <laughs> There's a triple chin. They look bright red or ghostly pale. Uh, they're all bald. Even Men or women, doesn't matter. Yeah. They're all just bald. They all look like, it's like Uncle Fester just taking a selfie. 
<laughs> and they're all furious with your funny Chernobyl tweet. <laughs> Fuck me, though. It was a cesspit. It was absolutely terrible. Uh, uh, I think that's, yeah, the most, that's the most racist piece I've ever got online. Most of these trolls... Yeah, have nothing else. That's why they do they it. Live it's, it's actually why I leave them alone most of the time, because that's all they have. They live in a scene from the movie Seven. <laughs> it's just cups and mold and yeah, like big they're, paint. Like, they're that guy that everyone is shocked is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> ah, then, he's breathing. And, he's breathing. And that's and Doctor Cox from Scrubs gets really freaked out because he got really close to your face. That's who that is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course. It's, yeah, the guy. It's Doctor Cox from Scrubs. Yeah. He leans really close into the guy to say, "You got what you deserved," and the yeah. guy goes, ah! <laughs> and scares the crap out of him. <laughs> It's yeah. such a great, terrible movie. It's um, if you watch it when you're a teenager, it, nothing more is not. No, there's nothing more profoundly horrifying because it's such a nihilistic film. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the sound mixing is dreadful. Is it? It's impossible to. You cannot hear what they are saying. And and I was like, is this just me? And I looked it up, and like there are the comments saying, yeah, um, there are reviews saying it sounds like it's mixed in mud, and I just didn't realize how I got to that point. You cannot understand. That's bizarre. I have quite bad hearing, it seems, with films anyway. But, that but sometimes they do hear, fuck it up. hardly hear it at all. Anyway, we didn't come here to talk about the film Seven. All right? We came here to drink beers and celebrate our podcast's <laughs> 18th birthday. Yeah. I don't, do, you, do you remember what you did for your 18th birthday? Uh, yes. I, I think I do, yeah. It's a sort of house party thing. You had cool parents. Yeah. I, I remember before I turned 18 in Bath, there was one pub where that was known for serving underage people, right. or like not really checking. And I went in there once before I was 18. I feel like, I'm in my memory, I was completely alone, but I can't have been. And I went up to the guy in the bar, and I said, can I have a pint of Cronenberg 1664, please? Because... <laughs> Because you used to say the whole name. <laughs> could I please have a, could I please have a pint of Guinness Stout bottled and brewed in uh, Dublin, please? <laughs> Can I have a pint of Cronenberg sixteen sixty four? And he said, "Do you have any ID?" And he, I said, "No." And he said, "Well, I can't serve you then." And then I said, "Is there anything you can do?" <laughs> <laughs> is there anything but like 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 I was a mobster handing over like a thousand dollars yeah in my hand yeah but I wasn't I wasn't offering him anything I just said is there anything you can do as if you'd go yeah alright I'll just <laughs> jeopardize my job my license because you've asked <laughs> to me it sounds if like if anything you you've now confirmed to me that you are underage whilst asking me to take this risk. Yeah, I was right to ask. It sounds to me like you are someone who's just been told they had a terrible illness. Is yeah. there anything you can do? I'm afraid not. I see. <laughs> oh, I'll start making my arrangements then. <laughs> to drink at home, in secret. Yeah. I, um, yeah, we had... The, the underage drinking on the island was, and I assume still is, pretty, pretty big... Um, because yeah, everyone sort of had quite cool parents and also they all didn't know it's people just didn't care. It's just no one cared that much. They wouldn't like get, let you have like vodka. Well, I mean, but like beers yeah. or, you know, you get in a car, what are you going to crash into? 
<laughs> well, that, that they would be more worried about. But yeah, that's in the countryside, it's like, well, trees and cows, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, but what did, you, what did you do for your 18th? I genuinely cannot remember. I would have been in Bath. I had like three friends. I don't... Fuck. I, I asked this question, presuming I would have my own story. But I can't for the life of me remember what it is. God, that's depressing. <laughs> well, this is part of... Uh, um, uh, listener Phil is very worried that his mind is rotting. <laughs> and in this case, I think it is more that it was so unremarkable that it doesn't warrant memory. It, well, you 16, you went to the Italian restaurant. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so 18... Fuck. What was it? Too. I wonder... 18. You must have just gone to a pub or something, right? Or maybe to a restaurant and with booze? Probably. You know what? I was a restaurant boy. I've You're, always been a restaurant You've boy. always been a restaurant boy. Probably a restaurant. You've always been a fine diner. Yeah. A I fine diner. A fine diner. Mm, look at how much he's eating. He is a fine diner. He's eating it in exactly the right way, too. Where, where, in, when I, where I grew up in Malaysia, um, all the um, men would be very impressed if you could eat a lot. Really? Yeah, which I think was part of the reason I became so fat. Because yeah. uh, I would be eating at a buffet or something, just loads. And um, <laughs> the other men would tell my dad, which just means, wow, he can eat. <laughs> and my father would go, yes, yes, and pat me proudly on the back. And I think on your, your I fat, fat internalized back. that that was an impressive thing to be able to eat a lot. So I just ate and ate and ate and ate. So, <laughs> ballooned. so it was like a, like a strength thing or just like, wow, what a, what a boy. I don't know. It feels like proper oldie, worldy, old timey. Um, if you are very fat, you look rich. Rich, or, rich, and sort of splendid. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still like it's a. Impressive. It was impressive to be fat. It's still a thing in a, if, but it, it's like in the in the Far East. My limited understanding of talking to uh, friends or mutual friends of ours or friends of mine who are like uh, women from China. It's like very much like a guy thing. Yeah, well, women is opposite. You have to be so small. Like a tiny, a tiny bird. Mm. Whereas if you're a guy, you have to be a blob, a big seal, yeah, a giant walrus of a man. Probably who's... Genghis Khan stuff. Yeah, who's married to a tiny bird. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
Hark to me, proud men of Northumberland. Hark to me well before this, our greatest battle to date. Remember, you are not just men of Northumberland. You are the partial landowning class of a feudal and pre-feudal mixture of societies. Yes, you have slightly greater rights because you have the right to carry a spear when called upon by your lord, who in this case is me. And don't forget that your enemy over there across the valley are the equivalent from very nearby. They speak the same tongue as you, but don't let that deceive you. We will defeat them on account of our marginally more efficient pattern welding techniques and our innovative cavalry formations. And the fruits of this battle in which you risk your lives will be that I am in charge of even more people like you and make them do this again and again until presumably I'm dead or bored or overthrown. And you and your family will benefit in some loose, indefinable way, I assume. I don't check in until I need you, which I do today. So, men of Northumberland, grab your spears and shields and get ready to defend your land from essentially me, but different, with different hair. But maybe a slightly, maybe they'll tax you more. The religion's the same. It's hard to say what the point of this is if you're not me. And I am me, and that's why we're doing it. Because I said so. Now fight, brave men of Northumberland. To arms! It's a second can of Schmenes. Guinness Schmenes. Um, the, this is us, uh, of course, Phil, exercising our right to bear cans. Our right to bear cans, which we laid down in the podcast. Episode two or three, maybe? Pretty early on, the old right to bear cans. Way before this podcast could drink. Yeah, just when yeah. this podcast is starting to walk. Just uh, like uh, George Washington can fought for us <laughs> to, <laughs> to have our right to make cans. Um, mm-hmm. What what what? Uh, the Magna Canta, of course, was uh, yes, nice. The first Very document that Magna Canta <laughs> signed by um, from the, brewers and drinkers. Yes. It was signed by King John after the Baronial Revolt. And this is beyond my reach. Uh, they were barons, baronial. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that's the problem. You bought a you bought a, a knife to a gunfight, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> well, a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> what? Okay, here's a good question. What booze, if it was the only booze you could ever drink again, would mean that you just didn't drink instead? Rum. Really? Yeah, rum. So, rum is like you know you, you all have everyone has their their sick booze. Their, oh, vom booze. Yeah, and there've been boozes that I vomed on that I've sort of um, uh, forgiven mm-hmm. and we've made made up and we've we now get on quite well. Sure. But rum is something that I've never really forgiven. What was the rum? When was rum rumgate? Must have been teens, like mid teens or something. And just the, but there's something specifically sickly about it. Yeah. It always brings me to be back to puking. Oh yeah. And so rum, I think. Is that the only one? Uh, for me, for me, one of the main ones. Not that it comes up and a lot. Cheap, cheap bad wine, but that's just bad wine. Yeah. But it, if like blanket any type of alcohol, it's uh, rum. Otherwise, I'm a bit of a booze hound, and I'll drink anything. Yes. Tequila's not ideal. But really fancy tequila is very nice, though. Sure. 
Yeah. If they're fancy and they're in the freezer, they're nice. Freezer? Nuts. Yeah, put them in the freezer. Mm. Keep vodka in a freezer for a while. When you pour it, it's like syrupy. Ooh. It's very nice. If it's good. Yeah, vodka or tequila? Vodka. Okay, okay. I, I, um, there's, uh, there is some proper way of drinking tequila that I'm unaware of. But Chris, Chris Betts, comedian and friend of the podcast, is a huge... Uh, Fan of tequila. Oh, tequila! Uh, and his in his uh, li- one of his many lives mm-hmm. as an incredible you know private barman, mm-hmm. he knows all the best tequilas and yeah. sipping ones. You know, like nice. The uh, for me, uh, weirdly, I got really ill when I was a teenager, and someone brought Cointreau. Oh, like, like that thick hell. orange gloop. Yeah, that that reeks of. This is all I could steal from my parents. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it was disgusting. Uh, I would never drink again if it was Cointreau, if it was... Um, what does uh, Cointreau taste like? I can't even think Like that. orange cough medicine. It is. It's orange liqueur, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, what, what's that uh, That licorice one? Oh, fuck, Sambuca. Yeah. Yeah, I could happily... Know. Oh, yeah, that's the case. For me, Sambuca and... Sambuca is like... I always, it's like Bertie Bassett's piss. Just this like gloopy liquor or cum or whatever. It's horrible. It's the worst booze in the world. Malibu. Malib- Malibu. Just the only booze you ever have in oh. your life. There's Malibu. There are other flavors though, aren't there? There's like peach Malibu. Is that better? It's better than um, licorice. No, Malibu's coconut. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'd rather have nothing. Dude, that was my first ever drink when I started drinking was Malibu and Coke. I could only Whoa. drink a Malibu and Coke. Can you believe that? <laughs> I was, from the off, I was a beer guy. That's nice. That's good for you. Carlsberg. Tins. Yikes. Beer, t- beer time. Beer mm. o'clock. Um, I found them too spicy. I needed yeah. some lovely sweetness. I was quite lame. And then when drinking became a thing, my ability to drink beer was a real... I couldn't drink a lot of beer necessarily, but I could down beer very quickly. You ever seen someone down a yard? Not live. No. I've seen you know clips of like, watch this person finish a yard of ale. How much is a yard? What's in a yard? Two cans? It's <laughs> a lot. It's a lot. What is it... Is it, the it looks, is it, a yard in length. It looks like four pints. Mm. It looks like you need a distended bully to yeah, cope with it. No I can down a pint in like three and a half seconds. I can finish a pint very quickly. Mm. And it makes you feel awful. It's the bubbles that do for me. It I foams could... you up. Yeah. If it's something like Guinness or Ale, then it's easier. Sure, sure. That's what the pros use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like when you find out that... Uh, is it Kobayashi, the hot dog eating man? Oh, yeah. He he dips he his hot dogs in Sprite. Oh really? He dips the bread in Sprite, so it does the bread doesn't fill him as much. In Sprite, how does the Sprite help? I I I know he squeezes it. He squeezes the air out of the bread. I think it's like he, to, to to save on space. I think maybe he dips it. He condenses and then it. like maybe he wets it. Maybe he like sucks the Sprite out of the bread, and now the bread's like mush. Hmm. If you're Kobayashi, could you please please email in email in about your t- technique precisely. About your hot dog eating technique. The, 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 the pattern here, though, is, is no gag reflex, which is a kind of creepy... That's like a, a skill that's most associated with creepy sex posting. How often was stuff trying to climb in our mouths way in the past that we have a gag reflex? <laughs> <laughs> it was those eight spiders a year. <laughs> they used to be much bigger in prehistoric times. So you, you had to really hoik out a giant spider in the cave. <laughs> do you know how spiders move their legs is it hydraulics yeah they have no <gasps> muscles they just pump blood into the leg they want to extend 
So their legs are like dicks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you got eight dicks. <laughs> Just getting bonus. <laughs> oh, God. That makes it... Constantly even, blue ball. It makes it even creepier how quickly they can move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Just awful. blood in the right God, place. they're gross. They're really gross, but quite cool, I think. But I think they're quite cool. The design is cool, but they, they themselves, you just think, something primeval is telling me not to trust this creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're, quite, we're programmed to trust things the more legs they have. Have you noticed that? We still trust humans. Could we get them? Humans, two legs. Yeah. Dogs. I mean, I don't speak for the trolls that I've been facing, but <laughs> I trust dogs a bit less. Yeah. Than humans, they have four legs, and then you get to ants, mm. six legs, and you go, All right, I'm pretty sure these guys are just getting on with their lives, yeah. Um, but I I'm gonna think keep they have my interests at heart, but I'm, I think uh, if we stay out of each other's I'm gonna business, keep an eye on it, I keep an eye on them, but they're not an immediate threat, yeah. Spiders, eight legs, get, get that thing away from me, yeah. No, kill way. that thing, fuck that. Then we get up to fucking. Centipedes. Yeah, centipedes, millipedes, then it's... No, 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 no. And then millipedes, it starts to drop off, actually. When you get to a thousand legs, people go, actually, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> they go, he's too busy with his legs. <laughs> Ring letters. Keep your coolest emails. Phone numbers. Talking to Jacking. Your sister. Keep letters. Correspondence. So, um, some correspondence, uh, just uh, a bit of catch up as well. So, um, it's the um, first email we have. Dear Feli Feli Wang Wang and Pierre Nova Ellie, it's me, Ellie. Okay. Uh, from the bees and the vomit, etc. From the bees and the vomit. I think it's the lady I made sick. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, at the risk of coming across as shamelessly trying to shoehorn myself into the podcast again, I had to share this important news story with you, especially in light of Sarah Brett joining the investigation team setting out to unmask the slow poo. Um, <laughs> this is um, uh, Radio 5 presenter Sarah Brett, who is um, intrigued as to who our slow poo is. We yeah. haven't heard from in a while, actually. No. friend. No, we haven't. Um, there was a woman in Hong Kong who used her muscles so much when doing a poo she lost 10 years worth of memories. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. I think people tweeted this to us as well. <laughs> okay. We're right on the wire when it comes to uh, slow poo news. Um, she was straining to poo and then she got amnesia. Could slow poo have had a point all along? There can't be some kind of middle ground on this issue. Or can there? Uh, here's a Vice article about the incident and then... Da, 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 and then it links to the original story. Um, do, 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 do. I'd love that as an excuse for forgetting things because I forget people's names all the time if I could go sorry I uh, could you what's, what's your name I, I had a really hard shit last night <laughs> sorry I'm so I know we've met before but I've been having these harrowing poos and <laughs> my brain is broken from I've all done, the pooing I've done squeezed your name out of my head <laughs> I squeezed the poo so hard your name flew out my head and into the toilet and I flushed it away please help me I flushed your name away it's, your name is in the sewers now. That's a, those are Taylor Swift lyrics. <laughs> I flushed your name away. Your name is in the sewers now. It's very um, haunting. It's beautiful. Um, she says, I've been anxiously waiting for you to cover it since the story broke. Incidentally, she says, I stand by my guess. What guess? I, of who the slow poo is, but I don't remember what it was. Well, it was wrong. Because we don't remember who we said. Yeah. Um, I am more sure than ever. No. And so is my pal Ed about his guess. What's, it, what's Ed's guess? 
I don't remember. You're going to have to remind us of your guesses, folks. Yeah. A lot of people have been having a lot of guesses about Old Slowpoo. Um, I will leave you a quick account of a time when I became somebody else's side quest, uh, which unexpectedly switched into hard mode halfway through. So I mean, side, for people, for some, for some reason, dropped into this, a side quest is just when a challenge or someone's storyline happens upon you in everyday life and you weren't expecting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to choose whether or not to in, engage. Uh, Some years ago when I was old enough to have a mobile phone but not mature enough to be on the family plan, my phone was stolen on a train. I was very upset and sought out a helpful-looking stranger to see if they would let me borrow theirs to call my parents. Like a true child of the pre-smartphone era, I still have one or two mobile numbers memorized. Very good. The stranger handed me the phone and when I got through, my parents were unexpectedly chirpy and happy to hear from me. I was distraught about the phone. My parents said, what time is it there? It was at that point I remembered that they were on holiday in Australia and uh, hence the breeziness of their tone. I ended the call on the stranger's phone as quickly as I could and scuttled away, (laughs) mortified by the enormous charge I had certainly incurred. It was so long ago, I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was probably, okay, thank you. Keep jacking it fondly, Ellie. I always jack it fondly. Yeah, it's the only way to jack it, really. Man, I wonder where that person is now. I wonder if they ever survived that bill. Do you think maybe that that was what finally pushed them over the edge and they just murdered their whole family? (laughs) This bill is the straw that broke the camel's back. And she sees that murder in the papers and she goes like, Ooh. Yeah, ooh. Ooh, okay. ooh, I hope, yeah. the, hope I can talk about this on a podcast at some point. Um, oh, uh, Kate gets in touch. Hey, Hel- Kate. Hello, Pino and Piwa. That'll be Piano Valley and Phil Wang. Yeah. Alphabetical order, no favoritism here. Mm. Uh, I had a libertarian idea this week. That was quite possibly the thought of a complete psychopath, and therefore naturally I wanted to share that publicly. A dating app that matches suicidal people with serial killers. Everyone! (laughs) 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 Everyone's a winner. Keep jacking it, Kate. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, what would you call it? Um, I mean, grinder almost works. If they grind up the bodies. Mm, Organ grinder. Organ grinder. I like Organ grinder's good. Organ grinder, Tinder, but we're gonna burn your body. Uh, I don't know. Uh, killer with no e. Yeah, yeah, killer with no e. Killer, because that's that for killers. Is, and also, it's killer. It's really killer. It's cool. It's yeah, and it's for killers and people who need a killer. Um, do you think a serial killer? Serial, serial. I mean, there's a podcast called Serial. Uh, yeah. but I think serial will work because that's dating as well. You, you know, it's a serial process. Do you think that a serial killer would still enjoy it if it was in that scenario? It was consensual? Like, yeah. No, probably not, right? With I mean, rocket... some would. Some just want... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm projecting here. Godlike power. Yeah, but there's no power if, if you're sort of um, following someone else's desires, is there? It's it's a good idea. We'll, we'll, we'll beat it. Yeah. Um... We'll, we'll get and we'll just sell we'll get, it. Get the first round of investments. But, yeah, uh, and we'll just sell it straight away to Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. We won't they, really. They just want to buy out the competition at this point. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We don't believe it enough that uh, we're going to push it to uh, to market. But and we want to retire. But if you have any other ideas, uh, please let us know. We're happy to sit around and talk about them. Yeah. Um, Jack, get some touch. <laughs> Greetings, double P's. I wonder how he's going to sign off. <laughs> Been listening since the heady days of episode one, and the journeys to work have certainly become more dangerous due to excessive laughing and disgust. <laughs> in equal measure, causing me to swerve across lanes on multiple occasions. <laughs> Legendary jazz artist Brown Squiggles being the latest example. <laughs> That's quite a. I mean, I've laughed in my car, but never 
Never, it's never made my arms go. It must be cycling. Ah, okay. Must be. I can throw you for balance. Yeah, but I've never laughed so much that I've tried to T-bone a fucking lorry in a car. <laughs> Someday. I would like to submit my idea for a secret Bud fan greeting. Initiator, hey, are you having a bum-bum day? High risk. Very high risk. High risk. This is why this is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you could get put in, put in jail. You can't say that you're having a bum-bum day. Then a, what are you talking in about? In a bar. And then continue the conversation as if that never happened. <laughs> are you having a bum-bum day? Excuse me? Never mind. <laughs> so, what do you want to drink? So, do you... Crazy weather. So... So, initiator, <laughs> initiator, are you having a bum bum day? Confirmed bud fan, bud fan. Yep, totally bin bags. Both with finger guns. Keep on jacking it. <laughs> it's a nice thought. It's nice. A lot of working parts everyone has to remember. <laughs> <laughs> We'd also like to add that episode 16 should be renamed as the highbrow episode, given the lack of poo bum or wee. <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, I'm so sorry. We hadn't noticed. Replaced by discussions around movies in Commonwealth countries that use a single language. Gosh, we should go back and edit in some farts and stuff. Yeah, just, plop, just in the middle of talking. Come on, man. What is this? Only connect or something? Look forward to... <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to increased poo content in future episodes. Koji. Keep on jacking it. Oh, wow. Jack. Pretty Koji. good. I was like, at first I was like, isn't that the guy who stole all those kids? <laughs> Koji, Koji 2012. Was it 2012? Kony. Fuck, it was 2012, wasn't it? Kony 2012. We're gonna get him, they said. And they didn't. I think he's come up on this before, Kony. Yeah, this is a Kony heavy podcast. It's farts, poo, and Kony. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we sell it to people. Farts, poo, It's farts meets poo meets meets, uh, Kony 2012. Stop Kony. I'm gonna have another beer. Do it. Age. Age takes time. And your age is now 18. You're 18 years old. My, my. Ain't you beautiful? 18. So young. So pure. So tender. So legal. Hmm. Age. You're finally of age. You're finally old enough to drink and vote and fuck. All at the same time, if you want it. If you don't mind getting banned from your bowling station, you could drink and fuck and vote for a counselor. You're finally old enough to drink lucky Kentucky bourbon. So do. We invite you to. We'd like you to. Let us in. Let us in to your burgeoning adulthood. Let us in unprotected. Let us in unequivocally. Let us into you and keep letting us in to your body for the rest of your life. Lucky Kentucky Bourbon. Because sometimes age, well, 
It's all we have. Well, age and delicious Kentucky whiskey. Phil's got himself another cold another one. Sweet cold brewski. Ah. Ooh. And these are those dangerous size of cans that are like Coke can size. Yeah. Beer. Where you go, this isn't a drink. Yeah. It is. It, they're only um, two thirds the size, which means I can have six times as many. Yeah. That's how I'll do, that's how, I've only, I've, I'll have three half pizzas, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Hello, P2P sharers. Nice. Nice. I've always wanted something like that about P2P, and that's done it just fine. Thank you. A genuine highlight of my week is waking to find a new bud pod waiting for my ears. Thank Aww. you. I have a couple of things I'd like to mention. Like One. Like taking a dump in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> a big poo made of chuckles and uh, riffs. Uh, one, regarding sweet 16s, etc. Is there a point at which being a sweet 26, not for any religious reason, becomes so uncool that it's cool again? Or is it more like so innocent it's now perverted? Asking for a friend who is now nearly a sweet 27. Wow, interesting. I think it becomes cool again. Or it, it becomes cool in the way that it's impressive. And you know what would make it more impressive? If you clothed it in some sort of Buddhist thing. Let's be honest. It in depends the West. very much on how this who this person is yes that's true and 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 how uh intentional this is if this is due to some adherence to a faith or a belief or a philosophy i think that's pretty cool he says not he says he specifies not for religious reasons not for religious mm. but then that that implies that it is still by choice yes which i think is cool i think that's impressive it's certainly impressive self self-discipline becomes impressive post 20, 21, mm -hmm. where it's like, wow, you go to the gym or do your taxes that early or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're sort of impressed by it. Yeah. I think that probably becomes cool again, but it does depend so much on context. It's quite hard to say. Um, you could, yeah, just say, you don't have to say it's for religious reasons, but you could be sort of really moral and philosophical about it. I can't think of any moral philosophical argument that I would agree with that could argue for it. Um, I think uh, you could argue like, like they go, oh, I want it. I want, I want to use the novelty of the first experiences to shore up a relationship with someone who I'm already certain is the right one. But I so they'll never be, they, they're securing themselves against experiential doubt, maybe. But those of us who have had sex by this point know that there is really nothing special about that first time. But sure, but like maybe this is going to be like one of those people who they, they never blacked out drinking booze as a teenager because they're like, yeah, I didn't need to drink that much. Right. So then they'll be like, ooh, they already knew that. You could dress it up like that. Right, but without alcohol doesn't taste any better for your experience with it, really. Whereas sex is better for your experience. Yes, but it, like it's like the Matrix. If you don't know that, right? If you don't know any alternate realities, but eventually you will because you eventually get better, and then you look back and go, "Oh, why did I put it off that long?" I suppose because so. it just meant it was bad when I was twenty-seven instead of bad when I was eighteen, and then very good by the time I was twenty-seven. But then the other eighteen-year-olds you're fucking at eighteen are also bad. Yeah, so you all get it out of the way together. Yeah, but if 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 this person oh, right, right, right. twenty seven, so his, his partner might be better. Right. Okay. Maybe that could do it. Yeah. 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 
It's impressive. It is. I'd say it's cool, only because of how, mainly because of how rare it is. Rare things are cool. Yeah. That's how the economy works. It's uh, it's also quite hipster. It is quite hipster. It's kind of pure in that way. I only fuck tea. I only yeah. fuck uh, oolong tea. Just yeah. in a mulch. <laughs> Keeps my dick young. That's what you should say. So what is the question? What's just question? that. Just... Okay. Just that. Uh, that's number one. Number two. Most cool and cool could be goths. Goths are cool as teenagers, but it takes so much time and effort to be a goth that it surely hovers just above the Louis line. Are teenagers? Are, are goths ever cool? A, a teenage goth is cool. I think. Oh yeah. All right. All right. A really good goth. When you see one who's really gone for it, you're like, fair fucks. You've pierced your whole face. You've done it. You've got blue hair, and you're just living like that. It really, like, you've has, got to invest. Has Jack said that's cool, uncool, uncool, cool? Most uncool, cool. So it's cool, but it's right, it yeah, takes so much effort. Yeah. You've really got to, like, invest in your own appearance so much. Um, coolest uncool, so it's uncool, but it's the coolest uncool, would be esports, so video games, uh, or, like, esports stars in Korea and Japan are actual mm. superstars, roaring crowds, they make yeah. them super cool, but this they always have that... very rich. Yes. But then uh, they always have that attitude of, yeah, but it's just playing games from the rest of society. I think that's true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's still just like, yeah, you know, I've got a, I'm rich and I have this sports car. It's like, how'd you, StarCraft? It's like, you're going to get that sports car bullied away from you. Um, I, I think what's, what's especially uncool, for me, what is fundamentally uncool about it is making money off someone else's creation. You didn't make it. You just got very, very good at this very specific thing, mm. which I guess is very similar to most other sports. But at yeah. least something like I don't know the skeleton in the Winter Olympics is so specific, yeah. but it it is not paid and dangerous. It is not paid. You don't become famous or rich from it, and you go yes, good, correct, because that is too specific. Yeah. To get paid a lot of money for. Also, a lot of sports, physical sports, they make you more attractive the better you get at them because mm-hmm. you're all muscly and yeah. fit. So. It's the opposite of the video games. Yeah. The better you get at video games, the, the blobbier, in my experience, you become. Um, my peak video game skill has coincided with blobbiness in yeah. points in my life. Uh, and then he basically just says, thanks for all the great uh, potting. I hope this finds you jacking it. Uh, from Scott. And Scott also says he found uh, Keanu Reeves' cyberpunk. Uh, very endearing. Oh, great. Yes. He says, very beloved and endearing. Yeah. They're calling it the uh, reeves Renaissance, you know. Yes, yes, Reeves he's everywhere now. Yeah. Um, and, and he says he's an uh, English as a second language teacher. He says, if you think that I'm not going to teach my students that, that like a Nazi without a spark plug is, a, is not a real expression, you've got another thing coming. <laughs> so hopefully a load of confused uh, recent immigrants will Did be... Did we decide what the phrase meant, like a Nazi without a spark plug? Like, like you just couldn't, you couldn't get any, any further. You can't just do it, you're just broken for the day. Right, okay. Like a hangover. <laughs> Like a Nazi without a spark plug. Yeah. I like that. That's good. That's great. Uh, so, uh, we'll get one from Elliot. Oh, hey, Hello, British Petroleum. BP. Yes, very good. Very nice. I love that sort of thing. Um, I'm a PhD student from the UK, currently doing research in the American Midwest. Wow. Corn, guns, militia. The Midwest. I'm s- I started listening to Bud Pod whilst working in the archives. <gasps> the archives. I love that kind of thing. Uh, the archives, oh, mm. and have managed to work my way through every episode in just a few days. Wow. Uh, I broke out in unadulterated laughter during Phil's retelling of the I fucked a dog <laughs> story, causing the archivist to ask me what I found so amusing about American propaganda programs in Cold War <laughs> Southeast Asia. 
All I could say was, okay, thank you. <laughs> My most uncool cool thing is traveling for work. Sure, it sounds glamorous, but after two weeks of hotel living and eating out every night... There's nothing I want more than to return to my bum-bum life back home in Nottingham. That is very true. Well, we travel for work, and we know it's bum-bum. Yeah, yeah. Travel I mean, lodges it, and it stuff. Has, yeah, it has its very cool moments, but overall, it's it's lonely. Overall, uh, oh no, sorry, also, he says, I just wanted to flag up a couple of Japanese speakers that might support or distort your theory that white guys who speak Japanese are perverts. Oh, yeah. Jeremy Hunt. Mm. Possible PM, because of his wife. Also possible. No, no, his wife's Chinese. His wife's Chinese. And he the thought gaff, the gaffe he made was in front of a room of Chinese people So saying, she's Japanese. My wife is, now my wife is Japanese, which is, um, uh, which is up there with the worst things you can say to a group of Chinese people yeah. after the casino's closing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil, now that you've said that, I'm sure all the people who hated your white people Chernobyl dogs comment will be just as annoyed. At your stereotyping of Chinese people. I'm sure they're very morally consistent. Yes, yes, absolutely. They, uh, they, they just hate racism of all kinds. They're just so keen for a world of tolerance. Uh, Jeremy Hunt, Steven Seagal. I mean, that's a I mean, perv. I, you know, Steven think, Seagal is one of the perviest looking men in the world. I have to say, is it Steve? Scott. This is Elliot. Elliot fucking moved on the case. I have to say, Elliot, that I think you're proving my point with both yeah. of these men. Well, he says support or distort. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, so Steven Seagal looks like a pervert that you've carved out of a big block of ham. He looks yeah, like he a nightmare. Yeah, he does not look well. Gary Lineker. He speaks Japanese. I know, yeah, apparently. No. Apparently. Really? What's Japanese for crisps? I guess Cris- he must know. Crispo. Crisporu. Crisp. Crisp. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be far off I have to say it's got a, what, or like is it one of those things like when stuff is in German and it's really long in a sense for like very thin finely sliced fried potato fragments or whatever the Japanese always go for the shorter they just that's go for the that's true English don't thing. they they're very efficient oh it might be cheap it'd probably be cheaper because it'd probably be the American version cheaper yeah, yeah yes chi- yeah, that must be so, yeah they yeah. definitely go for the American version above crisps yeah yeah uh, Gary Lin- I don't know maybe Gary Lineker is a perv Hard to say. I don't think he is. I, I met him in, in real life and he's um, actually a very sort of charming, magnetic man. Mm. Not to say he couldn't be a perv, but I don't think he needs to be. And then Roy Hodgson, who I'm Roy given to understand Hodgson's, is a football man. Yeah, he's a football manager, isn't he? I think so. Sorry, Elliot. We're not these those... people speak Japanese. Apparently. I'm amazed. I'm more suspicious that Roy Hodgson doesn't, but that's based on nothing. Because, uh, Elliot, neither me nor Phil are ball men. Delicious. Ah, uh, just crushing the cans there. Crush the can. On our heads, very slowly. Oh, it hurts. Ah. Oh, it's in my skin. Well, there it is. Bud Pods finally 18. Um, I hope you enjoyed your Right to Bear cans. Uh, let us know what you uh, you drank along with this podcast. Let us know what you bore. Um, um, a lot of people I know listen to this podcast in the morning, so mm-hmm. uh, these submissions could potentially be uh, very depressing. Very depressing, or just uh, people pretending coffee is beer, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We'll that. it's, a, it's still sort of vaguely narcotic. That's true. It's still a drug. It's still a drug. And we don't. Uh, we, we want you to keep dreaming of a future where, of course, you have the right to bear cans <laughs> at your desk. But don't try and initiate the revolution yourself on your yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. You'll just get. It'll be like Tiananmen Square. You'll get wiped out. 
and it'll have a visual, a strong visual impact for years. And we don't want to be, but it won't be seen as a violent movement. No, 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 no. Yeah. We we need to win the hearts and minds and mm-hmm. stomachs and livers yeah. of the people before yeah. we move in open uh, space, before we reveal ourselves. But thank you for uh, joining us, and uh, here's to uh, the twenty first. Uh, episode where this podcast will finally be able to rent a large vehicle in continental Europe. And drink in America. Of course! Because they're course. fucking backwards. Because they're insane. You could buy a two two hunting rifle at 12 <laughs> in fucking Alabama or whatever. You can't drink or get an abortion. Incredible. The two funnest things to do. I'm joking. <laughs> uh they're gonna Joe brand you. They're gonna cut off the I'm joking bit. There. They're gonna Joe brand me. Joe brand you hard. I could, my fringe show could use the publicity. That's true. To be honest, and me and you are both doing the Edinburgh Fringe in yes, about a month. Course. Yes. In a month. If any of you all are at the Edinburgh Fringe, you know this. Please come to our shows, both of our shows. You can do the one too. What time are you? Seven fifteen. I don't know if they can. Oh no, they can't. I'm at eight o'clock. Uh, but do come along to both, and say hi. Always happy to meet a a pod bud. Um, and keep jacking it and keep jacking it I suppose I'll see you uh, next time see you in a week bye bye